This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, good evening, Shemalechem Bruchem Abba, and we're continuing in Daf HaShavua. We're up to Ksubis, Daf Samach Beis. These are some of the well-known Ksubis Tikeblat, a very interesting Gemaras. The Gemara says, Talmidim are allowed to, with permission of their wives, go out and learn at a town. And it's talking about when they're married already. Right? That's a very unusual thing. Here, she marries him, and he says, you know, can I leave? And the halacha is, Talmidim yoitzim Talmud. The Talmidim are allowed to go out with uh, Rishus, shaloi, um, letalmatar shaloi bershus. Without permission. Um, for how long? Uh, for 30 days. Without permission, they could go for 30 days. Says Gemara, And with permission, for how long? Says Gemara, In other words, what if they get permission... But they could go for 10 years. Honey, would you mind if I would go learn for 50 years? I mean, what did she marry the guy for? So how much time could she go, could he go out with Rishus? Rishus Kama. Says, as much as he wants. Meaning whatever he asks. Says, but Orcha de Milsa Kama. What is typical? Meaning, what is Rashi says, that will not be considered a sin? Even... If he could convince her to give Rishus, but what's considered proper? So, Amarav Chaydash. A month Khan at home, meaning Chaydash Khan, one month to learn, Vichaydash Rabayas, and one in the house. Shenemar, Lechol, Devar, Hamachloika, Hamachalkois, for every matter. Of division, haba for coming, v'hayoitzes and for going, chaydash b'chaydash a month for a month l'chol chachiyashana for all the months of the year. This is a speaking about a divrei hayamim that David Amalek would make uh, um, divisions for all the months of the year. Even though, by the way. What it's talking about in Divrei Hayamim is that they would go out, let's say, for a month, and they would be home for 11th mo- 11 months. But the Pasuk is, Mashma, the Pasuk, the words, Haba, the Hayoitzetz, which is Mashma, that for every matter of division, they would go, they would leave for a month and be home for a month. Now, one question that I'm bothered by, is that the Mishnah says you're allowed to go out shaloi bershus for thirty days? So now we're saying bershus um, is also thirty days. So what's the difference between shaloi bershus and rishus? You hear that? Without permission, you're allowed to leave for thirty days. And you want to say what about with permission? Also thirty days. So there's no nafkamina between no permission and yes permission. So to that I would say without permission, you're allowed to leave for thirty days once. With permission, you could leave for 30 days, stay home for a month, and keep on doing it repeatedly, repeatedly, repeatedly. But 
without permission, you're only allowed one one shot at 30 days. But here's Toysus's kasha. Toysus's kasha is we're going to see many Tanoam left for more than 30 days. Yeah, Rabbi Kiva, right. Rabbi Kiva left for 12 years and then another 12 years. So Toysus says, there he didn't have to ask because the wife was happy. Um, that's why they got married, that he should go learn. I mean, that's what she told him. He was a regular shepherd. And she said, I'll marry you if you go and learn. So that, that was the deal. So it could be for longer. The question is, how long are you allowed to go if you have to convince her? So that's 30 days and 30 days. So the Gemara continues. Rabbi Yochanan says one month at home and two in the house. Excuse me, one month learning and two in the house. Right in Yana Yoima. One month you go to Hezbollah, Shnayim Chadashim and two months at home. So according to Rabbi Yochanan, you have to be two months at home. That's talking about where they would send people to get raw materials for the Binyan Beis Hamikdash. They would go to Lebanon. So Rav says one month, one month, and that's learned out from the divisions of David. And Rabbi Yochanan says one month, two months, and that's learned out from uh, the divisions of Shlomai. Why didn't Rav learn out from Lebanon? One month and two months. Shani binyan beis hamikdash. The binyan beis hamikdash is different. The Afshari dechem. Other people could go to Lebanon. Meaning, when it comes to the building of the beis hamikdash, the reason why it's one month at home. And it's one month getting the raw materials and two months at home, is that anyone could go and uh, go get the raw materials. Uh, and therefore, since anyone could go, it wasn't a very, uh, it wasn't some kind of uh, special qualities or skills that you needed. Anyone could go. So you get two months at home, as opposed to. The soldiers in Dovid's army, those were the number of people he had. He, he, he couldn't do it one month and two months. He had to do it one month and one month because uh, that was the situation. Th- those were the numbers of people he had. Um, Rabbi Yochanan, why didn't he learn it out from Rav one month and one month? There it's different because... There you, they, he was working, the person, the divisions were working for the king. Since you're working for the king, you made big, bu- big bucks. Since you made big bucks, so therefore, she was okay with you uh, leaving every other month because it was worth it for her. You're bringing home the dough. When you bring home the dough, here's the rule. When the husband brings home the cash, you could stay out as long as you want. If you're not bringing it home, then you got to come home at 4 o'clock. That's how. That's the psychology. If you're bringing home the dough, there's more leeway in how how much time you could be away. I'm not commenting on that. I'm just telling you the reality that the Gemara says. Okay, the Gemara continues. Another machit like this between Rav and Rabbi Yechonan. Actually, it's interesting. I just gave a shear um, in Rabbi Ari Libutzeshul. And I we just did a machlokes Rav and Rabbi Yechonan in Yuma Dafyud between who's gonna defeat who, 
Paras or Roimi? And that was a machlekes between Rav and Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Yochanan says, Persia wins. Rav says, Roimi wins. So Rav and Rabbi Yochanan were well-known disputants. Here we have another. Amarav, Anocha Shevers Chatsi Gufa Shaladim. Rav says, moaning breaks half a person's body. When you moan, it breaks half of a person's body. Shinamar, Viata Ben Adam, and you man, Heonach, moan, Bishivron Masnayim, with the breaking of the loins, Uvimerirus Ta'anach, and with bitterness you should moan. So we see that moaning it breaks half the body because it says that it's one moans from the loins, which is in the midway point of the body. Rabbi Yochanan Amar, Rabbi Yochanan says, Af kol shal adam. It breaks the whole body. Like it says, it will be when they say to you, What are you moaning about? And you will say, El Shmua Kiba for the report that comes, the Names Kalev, and every heart will melt, the Rafal Kalyadayim, and every hand will weaken, the Chasa Karuach, and every spirit will dim, the Chol Berkayim Telachna Mayim, and every knee will go watery. Bottom line is, it says that through moaning, the whole body will break. Says Gemara of Rabbi Yochanan, who says the whole body breaks. Nami Aksiv b'shivrain masnaim. Says the breaking of the loins, which indicates that only half the body breaks. Says Gemara, hahi dechi maschala mimasnaim mascha. That is when it breaks, when it starts, it starts from the loins. I v'rav nami haksiv v'nomes kalev. It says all every heart will will melt. Every hand will falter. The kaso karach, which indicates the whole body. Says Gemara, that was a specific kind of moaning. Shani Shmua the Beis Hamikdash. The report of the Beis Hamikdash is different. The tekifa tuva, because that's very severe. The report of the Beis Hamikdash is very severe. So dafka there we say that it affects the whole body. Says Gemara, he Yisrael. There was a Jew and a guy going on the road. together. The guy couldn't keep up. So the guy had a great plan. The guy said, I'm going to mention the temple. You see, back then, even the Gentiles realized that the destruction of the temple was a source of physical and emotional distress for the Jewish people. Nagid, he groaned, v'idnach, he moaned, still the guy couldn't keep up with him. Amar the guy said, don't you guys say, a moan breaks half of a person's body? Says the Jomalei, Hanimili milsa charati, that's only something new. Aval ba, but this is, Something we're accustomed to not. The Amri like people say, the Malfi Tichli, one who's accustomed to being bereft, Loi Baasa is not startled by it. 
So a woman who's lost children, it doesn't phase her again. Fine. Now the Mishnah says that the uh, amount of time, by the way on Sunday in the Ion show we just briefly mentioned from, uh, from Rav Moshe, that the various times that the Mishnah says, namely a, a, poi, uh, a tayal daily, a poyal twice a week, a Talmud Chacham, Erev Shabbos to Erev Shabbos, a camel driver once every 30 days, a sailor once every 6 months, the Iker Nakuda is that the husband's responsibility is when his wife wants. These shiurim are the typical shiurim that the Chachamim were Meshayar of what Roiv Nashim would expect and would want dependent on their husband's occupation. So it says Tayolim daily. My Tayolim, what's a Tayol? Amarava B'nai Pirki. Students who learn in the yeshiva that the Rebbe is frequent by them in their city, and they learn their teaching, and they sleep in their house. So basically, they have an easy life. They wake up in the morning, they go to the base Medrash, they come home at night, they sleep in their own beds, they're, they're, they work, their shiurim are close by, so they're available for, uh, for nightly um, oina. Amar Abaye, Abaye said, really? Tamidei Chachamim are able to do it every day? But Mandech Sibhu, about the ones that it says about them, Shav Lachem Ashkimekom. This is talking to workers. It's saying, you workers, you get up early for naught. Ma'achrei Sheves. You sleep, you get to sleep late for nothing. Oichlei Lechem Ho'atzavim. Who eat the bread of sorrow? So he gives to his beloved sleep. But the Gemara is going to darshan that that they cause sleep to flee. These are the wives of Torah scholars. They banish sleep from their eyes. In this world, of boys so and to to be able to have the next world. So basically, the wives of Tamei Chachamim are known to forego sleep because they're awaiting their husbands who learn late. And you say that Tamei Chachamim who go to the yeshiva are available nightly to their wives. That Amir Bnei Perki, and you say Bnei Perki are like Tayolim, and they have a mitzvah Tashmish nightly, but don't they stay up late and learn every night? El Amar Abaye, Kedarav Abaye said like Rav, the Amar Rav, Kegoyin Rav Shmuel Bar Shilas, like Rav Shmuel Bar Shilas, which is interesting. We know a few things about Rav Shmuel Bar Shilas. He was a Malamed Tinoikes. He was a Rebbe, and he was Mnei of Shalhaman, and he was the Gemara Balbasa says a very dedicated Rebbe. The Achel Mididei, he would eat breakfast from his own house. Vishasi Medide and drink his own drink. Vigani Bitula da Apadne and sleep in the shade of his home. Filoi Khalaf Pristika Damaka Abave and the governor did not send out agents to snoop around his gate because they didn't think he was wealthy. He's the kind of person who's available for nightly oina. Why? He basically he lives at home 
and he's able to eat regularly, he's able to maintain his health, he's able to sleep in his own house, and I, but he's a Tamil Chacham, yeah, but Rabbeim, uh, those who teach Torah are not allowed to go to sleep late. A Rebbe in a yeshiva is also to go to sleep late, he won't have strength to teach Tamil, it's Allah and Shulchan Aruch. Someone who's malame tinoikos, he cannot go to sleep late. So someone like him would be an example of a tayo. Kiyasa Ravin, when Rava came, Amr, he said, When Rava came from Eretz Yisrael to Bavel, like those pampered ones in Eretz Yisrael, who would really take care of themselves, who bimachal, and that's why they were healthy, and they were able to have... Um, the Rashi says there are Bali Kayach Latashmish. Now now we're gonna talk about the strength of some of these um Amoyroim from Eretz Israel. For example, Rabbi Avohu. Rabbi Avo have a koi kibani, Rabbi Avohu is one standing in the bathhouse, have a samchile tre avdi, and he was leaning on two servants. Ifchis Bebani. The bathhouse caved in. There was like a hollow underneath him and it was about to cave in. Mituse from beneath him. It's Ramile Amuda. And there was a pillar that happened to be there. Solik Askinu. He went up and he lifted up the Avadim in one hand and in the second hand he climbed up on the on the pillar. So with one hand he was able to propel himself upward on the pillar, and with the other hand, was able to lift up his two avadim. That requires a lot of strength. Most people can't do that. Can't lift themselves up with one hand and schlep two big guys in another hand. Because in Eretz Yisrael, they, they were very strong. For Rabbi Yochanan... Does he ask why did he need to people to support him? He was so strong. Oh yeah, the Gemara is going to ask that. Good question. Yeah, good. Rabbi Yochanan have a kasolik bedarga. Rabbi Yochanan is going up the steps. Have a samchile Rav Ami Ravasi, and he was being supported by Rav Ami Ravasi. If chizdarga, the step was about to cave in to say beneath him. Solik veaskinu. So he lifted himself up and he brought up Rav, carried Rav Ami Ravasi. So now the Gemara asks for the kasha that Rav Lewis brought up. Amri le Rabbanan. The Rabbi said v'chemiachar. If this is so, if he was so strong, why did he need to lean on these servants? He had to preserve his strength. If he didn't lean on them, he never would have had been able to preserve his strength. He said it's a... Why? Uh I understood the Gemara is asking on both. So why does it say Lama Lay? It should say Lama... Lama lahem. Aha. Okay, I don't know. Good point. So Gemara says, um, Why did he need to lean? Amalhu said to him, If I don't lean on them, what strength will I leave over for my old age? I got to preserve my strength for when I get old. Okay. Then the mission said, "Poyalim shtayim b'shabes, a poyal twice a week." I v'hatanya ha poyalim achas b'shabes. 
But we learned in a brisa uh, a worker once a week. When you do work in your city, you're more available and it takes less strenuous effort. So then it's twice a week. When you have to work in another city, not as available, and it requires more strenuous effort, and it's once a week. Then it's once a week. Now, we're going to talk about your favorite subject, donkey drivers. Now, it's very important. Mashiach is a donkey driver. He's Ani Vareichev Al-Chamar. But uh, donkey drivers once every six months. Ha-chamar, no, once a week, excuse me. Chamarim, once a week. Kabalim, achas l'shoshim yayim. Saponim, achas l'shisha chadashim. So let's talk about donkey drivers. Amar lei, Rabba Barbarchanan Labaye. Ichval Tana Lashvinan Tayel You know, the Mishnah says that if someone makes a nether, um, ta'asr on himself, the hana of Tashish from his wife, so Beishol says you have one week. And then uh, you have to get divorced. Now that hasn't. This is not a nether that would affect a donkey driver, I'm sorry, a captain, because one week's nether, why would that have an effect? He's allowed to go six months without Tashmash. This won't affect a gamal, and this won't affect a donkey driver, because a donkey driver is once a week. So if you make a nether not to have Tashmash for a week, a donkey driver is not going to have to get divorced because you're only basically pushing off Tashmash one day. That's not going to push off, that's not going to, that's not cause for divorce. So the, the whole situation where making such a nether would, would call for a divorce would be for a tayal who has responsibility nightly and a payo who's twice a week and you're answering for a week. So is the Gemara merely talking about the scenario of someone who answers Tashmish for a week, just for the case of a tayal and a payal, tana lashmina tayal u payal, says Gemara, no. Any career you have, if you answer tashmish for a week, you have to get divorced. Why? But you don't. Even, but some jobs you don't even have to have tashmish more than six months. Yeah, you don't have to have, but you need to be able to have. You need to be able to have. No, Akul, it's going on all them. I kamar. But it says uh, a sailor could go six months. Someone who has bread in his basket is not similar to someone who does not have. If someone's fasting, but he has food, in other words, someone who has could go longer without eating it because he knows he has it. Someone who doesn't have food, it's going to be harder for him because he doesn't have it. Now this is very similar to the hafla that we learned yesterday where the hafla asked on the Mishnah that why is the neder not chal? Someone who's madr ishta mitash meshamita. I'm sorry, right? Rashi says that if someone says to their wife, I... Aser my hana on you. 
It's not Chal because he's Meshubah to her. So the Hafla asked, he's Meshubah to her, but it's still Bichal, he's not Meshubah to her every single night. And the Hafla says, yes, he is Meshubah to her every night. A husband is Meshubah to his wife every night to be able to. To be able to, even if he doesn't, which would come out, right? If a husband says, look, I'm going to disappear and I'll just come home the the nights that I need to be home. No, it's inexcusable. Why? Yeah, but he's not responsible to every night. He is. He's responsible to be available. And this way, if he's available, she'll, she'll be okay with those time allotments. But the, the, the achrayis that Flaw said of the husband is always, because this way she has pas basale. Sorry, what, what were you going to say? The, the safanim, if they're aware, pas basale means that it's potential, right? So he has to be local. If he's away, you know, we, we had the Gemaris in Yivamis, right? That the Amaran Tanam used to marry women locally to pas basale. Right. But this way, at least she knows that if he comes back, he's available. It sounds like she needs she needs that assurance that she can't make a nether. He can't make a nether, even for uh, uh, a safan, even though he's going away. So that if he comes back, he. Uh, He's available. Yeah. Okay, Rabbi Sai. Have a wonderful night. Thank you very much. Shkoyach. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.